Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you a professional, professional, professional review on Canada's, Canada's Drag, Drag Race, Race Season 3. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GT Podcast. Everyone, we know it's late. We know it's late. We know it's late. It's late, literally. Yeah, it's quite late here in, in, the UK. in every form. Um, but we are covering Canada's Drag Race season three. We've done season one. We've loved it. We've done season two. We've loved it. Yeah. Um, are we still suffering trauma from the judging in <laughs> season one? Yeah. Um, I feel like further reparations can be made. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I I, I feel like I've processed it. I've had my EMDR therapy. I'm moving on. Yeah. I'm moving on. Okay. Um, I, I just, yeah, to build on what you said there, we generally really love uh, Drag Race Canada. What I always think of with Drag Race Canada is an amazing cast. I think they just always managed to, to cast like a really fantastic, diverse set of queens who like complement each other and interact really beautifully and bring different skills to the table. Um, just, And I'm hoping that this cast is just the same. Yeah. Yeah. What does Canada bring... It's quite uniquely Canada. Pretty <laughs> just internationally. Yeah. Um, I think when... We, it, we're, I'm probably speaking of stereotypes. I've never been to Canada. Um, but when I think of Canada, I just think of like uh, just a, a green and pleasant land with uh, people have a reputation for being sort of polite and pleasant. They're kind of like the USA's gentler northern neighbour. That's like their reputation, isn't it? But they've bestowed so much amazing music upon the world, I always think. We forget how many amazing Canadian music artists there are. Justin Bieber. Celine. Alanis. <laughs> I was going to say. Peaches. Is, is it all we have? My favourite electro trash vixen, Peaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Brian Adams. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and name every Canadian. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, like Alanis, Peaches and Celine, that's that's a pretty huge gift to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you haven't listened to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Second of all, what we do is we watch the, the show for the first time. Yeah. Like a viewing party and we podcast live. Um, we don't watch the show beforehand. Mm-hmm. We never watch it and we avoid spoilers. Generally, we want to get our opinion out there that's quite undiluted. We well, don't want to yes. repeat what other people say. We don't want to jump on trends. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's our voice. Well, it's our own. This week... Um, Obviously, there's been a lot of Drag Race Canada stuff on Instagram. I have managed to avoid actual spoilers. I've managed to glimpse a couple of the looks and stuff. Mm. Pretty fab. Well, I tell you, we but no real spoilers. We could have done earlier, but the UK is in a crisis. We're in crisis. Okay. Well, actually, it's past now. Yeah, which is why we're now podcasting. Yes. But it has been ridiculously hot. You know what? <laughs> I'll tell you this. My friends from New Zealand are like mocking the UK. As they should. They're like, they're like, why are you guys going into a national... What is this red alert? Which is like, used that's, to it. That's a, that's a medium summer here. Yeah. That's, a, that's just a, that's a summer. We are people just are call, People are trying to, to call in sick in the yeah. UK. And she's like, what's happening? There's something about living in the UK for a bit as well that prevents you from tolerating heat. I was speaking to a colleague earlier from Egypt, uh, which is obviously a really warm country, you know, famously arid. Um, and she said that after a few years living in the UK, just can't tolerate heat anymore. And she, even she didn't like it. She's from Egypt and she there did not go. like the weather the past few days. There you go. And I'm from New Zealand. And I want to tell you this. Tom was coping with the heat much better than I. It was interesting, wasn't it? 
I mean, were you like Bolo? What's I, I was dying, guys. I was on my deathbed. I was <laughs> I, not to call it dramatic or anything. <laughs> I was. I I locked myself. I closed the curtains, closed the windows. Two fans on me. Yeah, and I was still moaning. The cats coat better than you did, and they have got a fur coat built into their body. Completely complaining all the time. I can't do it. I'm not here for. I did not come here. I did not come to the UK for this humidity. <laughs> you wanted Harry Potter style sort of temperate weather and snow and things, really, yes. didn't you? I wanted to walk out and snowflakes would just, you know, fall on my eyelash mm, and I make like, you know, <laughs> angels. Mm, snow uh, angels, yeah. Yeah, like snowboards, snowmen. So that prevented us from doing it on Monday and Tuesday because, I mean, you know, we went about our daily business and stuff, but by the time the evening came round when we podcast, it just was not possible. We were drained of all energy. And then this evening, we've actually had another emergency with there's a burglar alarm in the house which frankly we never use it's just for show and it was here when we moved in and it, it it just went off there must have been a power surge and it wouldn't go off and i was panicking and so we got out our best tools didn't we and we've literally dismantled the fuse uh, and disconnected the battery yeah which i'm quite are, proud of actually we are strong independent woman we don't really, need no really trades are. man we've got our own tools and yeah. everything we did it yeah we, we dismantled masculinity we did we've <laughs> We're dismantling the patriarchy. <laughs> Look, we're gonna we're gonna rush through it. It's, it's season one. It's, uh, sorry, season three, episode one. There's a lot to cover in the there's debut. So, there's episode. always so much to cover. Yeah, let's let's get straight into it. Now we got, we're looking at the entrance now, and the first queen to walk in is Bombay. Another, sorry, are you? That's, I thought you were gonna interrupt me. <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, who does she, like? The first ever queen to walk into um, yeah. Drag Race Canada was another South Asian queen, uh, Priyanka. So Bombay Early onset dementia. <laughs> yes. What's my name? What's my name? What's what, where? Where am I? Who am I? Um, so uh, Bombay is from Mumbai. Um, she comes in in this dazzling, uh, giant shark fin structured shouldered affair, um, looking pretty cool. Looking pretty cool. I like her. Like her vibe. What do you think of her? Yeah, it's nice. It's um, it's very angular tom i'm loving the blue i'm loving the hair look what is what does her entrance look say about her and what does your entrance line say about her? that's what we're going to go with today okay so first impressions but i want you to tell me what does their look say about them and their and their entrance quote now she said high bottoms <laughs> maybe that means she's a top there it is um so to me the look the structure of it is very avant-garde but when you look at like the embellishments they seem to be evocative of uh, her heritage and they give me a kind of south asian indian feel the kind and the kind of like peacockish almost mm. um color scheme and embellishments I-, I love how big her hair is i love uh, i do i love this this bat wing outfit yeah it's really cool it's nice. Do you know what the silhouette reminds me of? You know Lunala from Pokemon. Oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah, her, her. Yeah, yeah. so I, I like her. Bombay, welcome. Yeah. Welcome, Bombay. Great welcome. name as well. Like, really, really great name. Um, second Queen's walk-in is Kamika Tua. Now, she says, uh, representing the trans and the Asians correctly. Now, Couture. And you could never. <laughs> Couture, daughter of... Our winner. winner of season two, yes. Isis. I adored Isis. I th- I thought she was. I was really like rooting for her in her season. So I'm really hoping that Kimmy can follow in her footsteps. Mm-hmm. So yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous East Asian trans woman uh, representing, um, wearing the trans flag colors, looking stunning. Yeah, she strikes me as a sassy, sexy kind of lady. 
I just want to say that she said, she, you know, her entrance line is she's representing the trans and the Asians correctly. I just want to say that we've had a lot of correct trans and Asian um, queens. Definitely on Canada. We've had some fantastic Asian queens on Canada because we had... Um, Stephanie Prince. Stephanie Prince. Suki Doll. Suki Doll. Both amazing. Both went far too soon in Kine. season two. Kine is a really cool queen. Like, I love her TikToks and Instagram. She's so smart. She didn't come off the way that she comes off on her TikTok Definitely on the agree. show. Definitely there's a, agree. there's a huge disconnect with those two um, personalities, characters, and vibes. She but re- I love her TikToks. Yeah, they're so good. You learn so much. I do. And she makes it so easy to learn. She yeah. she, she intrigues me. The she, things that the way she educates is intriguing. Yes, definitely. She's got a career, you know, and she would have done whether she got on Drag Race or not. She's really fantastic. I think, yeah, weirdly, uh, she rubbed Brooklyn off the wrong way. Her confidence came off a slight abrasiveness in the early episodes. But to be fair, that judging, I'd I'd be a bit abrasive as well. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. She's here to break the Asian curse. I don't think there's an Asian curse. Can I just say, if she's referring specifically to somebody representing trans women and east asian culture could she be referring to gear gun uh i mean i mean, <laughs> I mean maybe G- gia is an icon but sometimes sometimes she says the wrong things she does yeah. the wrong things yeah um but we forgive we forgive her because she's gia gun uh, so Kimikuto, what are you working about? What does your outfit say about her? Well, she's representing the um, the trans communities and trans colours. Very Versace, uh, Miss S and M esque kind of collar arrangement. Um, touch of the goatee. Yeah, I'm seeing kind of like bits and pieces of European fashion in there. Um, gorgeous lady. I mean, she's she's very pretty. The white blonde on her looks really good, actually. She's 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 gorgeous. I love the hair. The severe she's makeup. She's almost like a, a um. It's almost like a, a, a trans superhero costume. I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like definitely. she's here to like save the day. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Gorgeous. Like lovely proportions and everything. I feel like she's going to be a fierce lip syncer. Okay. Yeah. Um. Why? What do you? What do you say? There. Just a vibe. There's like an energy and a sassiness that I think often kind of hints at being a fierce lip syncer. Like if she came in and did the "Come on, season six, let's get sickening" and does a death drop, I would then I would say <laughs> something like what you said. She just walked in, and you're like, okay, well, that's she's a, she's a dancer. I have instinct and I have insight. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Work, work, uh, work, yeah. mama. She's she's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna be great. Yeah, she she says I'm getting a sassy vibe from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Now the third queen's coming as Shalazan Larue. Am I saying that right? Uh, Shalazan, I believe that's how she pronounced. Shalazan yeah. Larue. Yeah, Shalazan. Um, I find her really intriguing. She's here to represent the First Nations people, which is great. Um, love seeing this, and I I really what I want to see from her is um. Uh, her expressing her culture through her drag while she's on the show. I hope she gets plenty of opportunities to do that. Um, and she's she's got a social media presence, hasn't she? Yes. Um, and she, she strikes me as having a bit of a social justice kind of vibe. So I'm hoping to learn from her as well. Mm, mm. I want to say one thing that I like about Ashana Zan LaRue. Mm-hmm. I like that she, um, she is representing First Nations, isn't she? Yes. She, um, and she says it. When she walks in, mm-hmm. um, she she kind of it's her thing. Mm-hmm. 
I I appreciate that, and and I like that. That's that that, that that's who she is. Yeah. One thing about uh, what was it last season? Alone, no, season one. I learned early. I learned early. Is it before season one came out? I learned early. Lovely, stunning trans queen. Yeah. Um, came out. Um, beforehand, before the season started, and saying that she's here to represent First Nations, mm-hmm. and. And I was oh, great. I want to see the representation, except I don't think she, she, she it was very rare that she s- talked about it and mm. she didn't really represent it until her, the, when the final episode, when they all came back and that she look that, was that stunning look. Yeah. So I didn't get really get to learn anything I'm from, sure. from her, even though she said that she represented that. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get the chance with um, Michelle is on LaRue here and yeah. I feel like we will because she's walked in um, and, and and said so and said that that's where she's from and that's what she's representing and just on the subject of Alona I'm sure I heard in an interview somewhere that she did actually speak more about her message but it didn't make the cut oh well that's sad that's, if, that's, if that's not the right. case that's then the right. show needs to do a better job yeah, there. that's not right if that's the case I do get a, a, a proper like don't mess with me vibe from Shalazan. Oh, right. Yeah. She, she, and that's so that, that is the first impression that I get from her. She's got a resting bitch face in a, in a good way. She's got like this gorgeous resting bitch face. And she's also got like, I can give two shits about what you think about me. Very that, very that. that. That's what I'm getting from her. She, she's got that, you know, that, that vibe that, don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> she's, she's got that. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. But she's coming in and comfort couture. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the entrance look is, is you know, you could argue it's a little bit pedestrian, but it worked for Willow Pill. Although Willow Pills, to me, felt like more of a camp was referential. take on a referential kind of Ashley Tisdale, Paris Hilton sort of look. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd like I'd like to see how her fashion unfolds. She got her human hair on. Really she's looking, works on her. Do you know what? I I, can, I believe that she's a TikTok queen in the sense that her her makeup is is pretty good. Her makeup is lovely. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows how to how to paint. That mug, um, that mug is beat. Uh, she's she's here to talk about indigenous issues. Good. Um, educate me. Yes, that's I'm, what I'm hoping for. I'm here to learn. I, I can see her getting into a little tussle or two. I, I, I wouldn't want to tussle with her. No. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't would, fuck with her. I would come off worse. I, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's almost like a, it's a, it's a less, it's a less lethal energy than Bianca's. Like Bianca's <laughs> is just very like in your face, don't F with me. But yeah. she's got a very, I mean, try it. But if you do, um, it's good luck. It's game over. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, over, that, it's that, it's that yeah. vibe. Yeah. So okay. Next up, we got Jada Shader Hudson. I'm here to swallow the competition. <laughs> Jada gives me kind of f- fabulous veteran entertainer vibes. I think Jada's been around the block a few times. She's a seasoned hostess. That's the vibe I get from her. <laughs> She's a seasoned hoe. She's a seasoned hoe and a seasoned hostess. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she is a hoe. I hope she's having a great time. I mean, she's a Toronto queen. Oh, what I get from this, this, the vibe I get from her is that it's, I'm getting this hostess. Mm-hmm. I'm getting this, she can make anyone feel comfortable and welcome and she'll entertain you. The, the look is almost a little bit Tina Turner, a little bit Tina Turner. The way, if the wig had a bit more volume, but like with the fiery sort of corset. Oh, that wig's got volume. It's it's loud. <laughs> that, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, turn it, was, it down. If, if it was anything. a bit teased and hairsprayed, it'd be very Tina Turner, I, mean, I she think. She looks beautiful. I, yeah, I, I, I really like, um, I get a really warm vibe off her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Warm, warm love, hostess, seasoned, um, confident. Yeah. Confident. Yeah. Cool. Next up, we got uh, Miss Mosu. Yes, Miss Mosu. Her introduction is, excuse me, Canada. <laughs> um, sorry. Ex- excuse me, Canada. Well, oh, I'm You're reading you... something, aren't you? Call me... Is that her accent? Excuse me, Canada. She's ready to snatch that crown. Whatever it was, it did, the subtitles didn't pick it up either. <laughs> now, um, she's walking in this kind of like almost Mugler-esque structured leopard print number. I'm glad she snatched off that first wig because it was swallowing her. Um, um, but she's revealed basically Demi Lovato's haircut underneath. Uh, right? Hey. Yeah, that kind of like choppy mullet. That's that's how they wear it, isn't it? Um, so, well, she clearly knows um, Jada Shader. Um, so I feel like she's uh, another veteran seasoned well, queen. She said that they've hosted can they've hosted um, drag race viewing yes. parties together. Miss Moshi's got a good vibe as well. Yeah, she seems quite chill, and I, I'm expecting like camp and comedy from her yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, I'm, that's what I'm getting from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good vibes, camp. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm glad she snatched that wig. Yeah, the, the one underneath is is more compelling. Next up, we've got Giselle Lullaby. Her entrance is Mr. Reporter and Woman of the People, and tonight a drag queen. <laughs> what are your it's thoughts? Quite a line, isn't What's it? Tell me about this look. Um, very old school Hollywood vibes with this kind of like feathery sort of half peignoir, half corseted number, um, and the kind of upswept curly hair. A little bit Marilyn, a little bit um, Jane Mansfield kind of vibe, you know? Mm. Um, she's giving me, like, cute vibes. She's uh, the whole, like, kooky, kooky ditzy. Yeah, yeah. Kooky ditzy. And, um, I mean, it's charming. Very charming. It's, it's very charming. It's very yeah. adorable. Her, her uh, French-Canadian accent helps. Yeah. With the charm, definitely. Backup dancer for... Rita, Rita Bagger, alien actress, hot dog lover. Oh, and we've not mentioned she's been announced as the hostess of um, Drag Race Belgique. Oh, I mean, she's, 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 and she's the right person for it. I think she'll do really well in that role. Yeah. Well done, Rita. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, cute, ditzy, kooky. Cute, ditzy, kooky, likeable, charming. Yeah. Um, what do you think she'll excel in? Um, I, hmm, I don't know. Something where she used to sell her brand, like a branding challenge or maybe like a girl group challenge and she can be her kooky ditzy character. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah we'll I see. Hmm. That's a good one. Cutesy, kooky. Um, I mean, if she plays a, a door the line, she should be good at everything. <laughs> if she's got that kind of charm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we've got Chaos. I love this look. After Owl is said and done, the this Chaos has just begun. So intriguing. Now, obviously, it's very owl-inspired. I love a good owl. Some of my favorite Pokemon are owls. Decidueye, Noctowl. Um, they were a theme in Twin Peaks, which is one of my favorite programs ever. Um, the, the owls are more than they seem. Um, her makeup, to me, is very reminiscent of Abora in this look. Because of the nose? Yeah, the, Abora, the classic Abora beak. Um, but this is so cool. This is so fun. Um, I wonder if she takes a lot of inspiration from nature. 
Mm. You know? For her looks. What vibe do you get from her? What does she tell us? This is Dr. Clara Mandrake in drag. <laughs> it's Dr. Clara Mandrake. In drag. <laughs> who's also a Canadian. She is. She's Creek. Yeah, so many amazing um, Canadians. And I'm here for it. I I, I am here for it. <laughs> the crows have eyes and you'd best not look them in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, remember, um, Pythia did Dr. Clara Mandrake last season. Do you remember for a Canadian icons? I I remember that she did do it. It's not memorable. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay, but then it's it's been a while. It was a while ago. <laughs> I, I really love cool. this look. It's really really fun. Yeah, I think she's going to be a killer when it comes to like making anything. Her makeup is amazing. If, I, I hope she makes it to the makeover challenge because who knows what she'll put well, them in. She says something about her. She, she's a dancer. She does gymnastics. I want to see her perform. Yes, that'll be really, really cool. I want could to see Could she be a her. bit... She's got like a kind of chill vibe, but could she be like a secret killer? Like a secret threat? Well, um, who from who was España had a chill ass vibe and was you know with the beret, but then when it came to dancing, she was on fire. Oh, Marina, Marina, yeah, she was so like you know with the Beyonce as well. Beyonce on interview, <laughs> she's very like quiet and and humble and just soft spoken, but uh-huh. on stage, uh-huh. she's like this firecracker, this tornado, this temptress, this seductress. Oh, she's all so, everything. I mean, yeah, all that, things to all people. Some, some people are just you know. In their own in their own space outside mm-hmm. of this outside of the stage, out of drag, they're one person. As soon as that makeup comes on, as soon as that wig comes on, as that's soon the as magic that of armor, drag. As soon as the armor comes on, that's I mean, the magic of drag. They they transform. Okay, next up we've got Miss Fear Salicious. Now tell me what you think of her name. This, I mean, you know what? Like, you know when you first. When you're like, you know, when you when you're like a fourteen year old and you're like thinking of doing drag, and you're like, oh my god, what's your drag name? Well, like I'm fierce and I'm like pretty delicious, so I'm gonna be like fierce delicious. Yeah, like a name, yes, girl. Yeah, and everyone, everyone's like, oh my god, that's yeah. the best name. Yes. Oh my god, I've never heard of fierce delicious. You are fierce delicious. Or alternative, you could be um like slaylicious. I betcha her friends are, I'll be Slaylicious You be Fierce Delicious yeah, yeah, yeah. You be Yeah Salicious Oh my gosh and then, Wasn't that a thing at one point Are you more Fierce or Slay And then the kids were like I'm more Slay You're more Fierce And they're like They're saying it with deadly seriousness this, this, this name is just so It's just It's charmingly it's endearing It's like 101 drag yeah. name You know Yeah 101 I hope it doesn't sum her up as a performer She's certainly beautiful And she's got a model-esque um, frame. She is skinty. She can wear off the rack. <laughs> she could wear sample size. She can wear sample size. I'm loving this color. I the love color's her lovely. Body. To me, the design is very. She's very modern, very Gen Z, very, um, very social media. I could just see kind of like any hot social media girl wearing this you know mm. at um coachella or something you know that vibe uh i mean it's, it's a bit extra for that this is i don't know i've, I've seen, seen what's wearing at a drag show this is this is fabulous again it potentially 
it looks a bit like a dance costume. Is she going to slay and lip sync? Or is she going to fierce and lip sync? Oh, she's going to be fierce. She's going to be fierce and lip sync. She's going to be fierce and delicious. delicious mama. Oh. <laughs> very, very charming and endearing. She oh, walks in God. with confidence, definitely. I mean, if RuPaul doesn't say something, like RuPaul had a problem with Heidi in Closet. Her name means she spent the whole season she trying was... to change Heidi's name. <laughs> and I feel like this needs to be done. I, I think she'd get the... delicious needs to be. I think she'd get the George's treatment off RuPaul to be honest mm. um i yeah I, I love the tiktok war here she comes in yeah confident and you know when you look like that yeah absolutely be confident and when you're a drag queen yes you are that bitch when you walk in the room um but before you come for another girl like who's also another tiktok queen yeah before you act all bowdy bowdy <laughs> make sure you have the numbers first don't be weak sauce first don't be okay. weak sauce so, um, you know, we find out that she's a TikTok queen. Um, who else is a TikTok queen? Um, LaRue. What happens there? She kind of was like, oh, who are you? What's your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a TikTok queen too? Oh, From where? I've got 300 followers. followers. How much do you have? 470. 470,000 followers. Girl. I, this is what makes me think that Shalazan that, uh, is very like social, social justice oriented and she spreads messages on, yeah. on, on TikTok. Um, you know what she embodies, Fierce Licious? The confidence of youth. Oh. That's exa- and, and beauty. When you've got those two things, you might as well walk around like you own the place. Yes, 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 we did. <laughs> I we never did. did. Um, we also evolved. I, I never possessed both things at the same Dude, time. What she needs is um, someone like LaRue. Who is to um, balance her out a bit to balance her and, and, and expand to, her worldview a bit, maybe? Yeah, mm. yeah, I, th- I think that'd be great. Finally, an excuse to take off the plastic. <laughs> this is uh, Vivian Vanderpuss. She's our high next camp, queen. isn't she? I love the the look is very kind of sixties glamour with the giant beehive. Um, there's like a little Moschino vibe about it. I really, really love this entrance look actually because you can just see she's a campy comedy queen with a point of view. Um, you know, she's basically wearing a sofa. And by the way, I love the print. I would have a sofa with that with that fabric. And taking off the plastic and stuff is just so fun. Old Hollywood glamour. Mm-hmm. I love the huge wig. I love the outfit. The wig actually reminds me of Lily vibe. Savage. I, lo- I love it. She's giving me um, crystal method. Out of drag, Out yeah. Of drag. She's got the weird owl. What, um, and also the energy. The energy. Weird owl mullet, great, isn't she? Which is lovely. Yeah. Um, I'm here for it. Good vibes. She's got really nice kooky energy. Actually. Very transformative, her makeup. She's completely different in and out of drag. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You wouldn't know it was the same person. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what she brings. Next up, we've got Lady Boom Boom. Yeah, I, I say- am the Lady Boom Boom gun. <laughs> what I want to say about Lady Boom Boom before we go any further, Lady Boom Boom um, has been following us on Instagram, which is what I realized oh. when I followed her, when I was following the girls from Canada. Um, so if you're a listener, shout out Lady Boom Boom. Hey, you, Lady Boom you Boom. May, you may be a social media follower. You know, we do have people who don't do both. Um, but I love this entrance look. It's... Um, Obviously, it's a riff off her name, but it's like a Roy Lichtenstein. I mean, it's definitely a Roy Lichtenstein uh, reference with the hair and the makeup and the the captions and the, the comic book elements. Very pop art. This is a great entrance look. Very good. I think it's really well done. And I feel like this is the wig that Lemon needed. Oh, 
for that, season one. That wig is sculpted. This and it's the and it's the color of lemon that I don't yes. think lemon really kind of that lot. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's that proper crayon box yes, pop art. Yes, yes, yellow. It's a great look. It's a stunning look. Um, she is a Lady Boom Boom. She is the Lady Boom Boom Gun. Another one with a charming French from Canadian Quebec accent. City. Oh, she's got a little booty, hasn't she? Um, yes, Tom. Is that a problem? <laughs> no, I mean, it's like a, a nice booty okay. that she's showing off. Good. <laughs> I've got a little one too. <laughs> Yours is lovely. We, we don't, we, we're not all packing. <laughs> it's adorable. Lady Boom Boom. Um... What I get, she's just gorgeous. Very polished. Um, she walks in with like a pleasantly self-assured air, like she knows what she's got without boasting. Mm-hmm. Um, she's quite self-deprecating in the talking head, like joking oh, about charm. her English and stuff. That's charm, that's cuteness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's got looks. She, 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 her face is painted. Another, her hair is dry. I think she's going to be a gorgeous queen. Another one who looks highly polished. I'd like to see what she could do in like makeups and construction makeups, makeovers and construction challenges and that sort of thing. Um, and let's see what else she has to give. She's clearly beautiful and polished and gorgeous. Now, uh, the next queen, who is my favorite name, <laughs> Irma Gerd. So good. So Anybody good. want a boogie? Because I'm here to have a real good time. Irma Gerd reminds me. Do you remember the meme? The girl with the Goosebumps books. And she's like, Irma Gerd, I love Goosebumps. No. No? No. It was like a really, really big meme. Mm-hmm. So she's walking in like um, high fashion couture snot. Very cool with this kind of like dripped latex effect. Reminds me of Aquarius um, mermaid look. A similar sort of construction, I think. Um, but the color scheme kind of reminds me of, remember Trinity's entrance look for All Stars 4, which referenced the Prada campaign with mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, faintly reminiscent. I mean, just judging by her name and her entrance look, I'm getting comedy and camp and fun, but like inventive looks and stuff as well. Yeah. So I'm excited I'm to see what she brings. It's a bit of a, a, a weird, kooky fashion that we do get. I mm-hmm. mean, she, she, she walked in in that, yeah. that kind of like, that goosebump slime. Yes. Remember that slime in the goosebumps? Yes, it was terrifying. I feel like she's, she's got the whole all over her body. Just what scared it's, me the most, gorgeous. haunted it's mask. A, it's a point of view. I like it. A haunted mask and goosebumps. Even the cover of that one scared me. I don't remember. It was terrifying. The last queen to walk in is Halala Bay. Got me. Clearly a reference to Lady Gaga's meat dress, isn't it? Um, the makeup is really, really good. The way she's done that sinewy, um, like flesh peeled away makeup is fantastic. It's very mm. graphic and very, very clean and detailed. Very talented, I think. It's a mus- We've got our moustache queen. <laughs> our first moustache queen. We've had many bearded queens, but never a moustache queen. Mm. Um, I must ask you a question, Tom. Yes. What vibe are you getting from her? Um, kind of like out there performance art, really. Um, I I can't quite put my finger on what exactly she'll bring, but I feel even her name Halal Bay tells me that she's kind of like drawing on different influences, and also um, she's Bombay's drag mum. The f- not the first time, but a very very rare case of mother and daughter. Are being you cast. talking about Tamisha Iman yes. and um, Lala Ree? Lala Ree. Although, you know, Lala had strayed from the Aman flock, clearly. 
the Amand Dynasty. Dynasty. Sorry, the not Dynasty, Flax Dynasty. Please, thank you. <laughs> Halal Bay, uh, she's got perspective. She's got. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's got. She, she's intriguing to me. She's yes. intriguing. I'm intrigued to see what Halal Bay brings. Her name Halal. Walking in and meeting and showing her own flesh. Yes. And drag. I I I have questions. I'm curious. I need to know more. Did she say she's originally Egyptian? I don't know at all. Um, and clearly halal will be a reference to um, Islam and bringing that point of view. Um, very underrepresented in the drag community. So it's great to to see somebody who can, yeah, represent Muslim queens and, and yeah, represent. That's these it. The, That's the end of that thought. These are the queens for season three. Okay. Good cast. Um, still brand new to them. I, as it happens, we will get closer to them, learn more about them, get more opinions on them. Mm-hmm. Tom's going to mm-hmm. therapize them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, see if their performances inspire me. If it's or Eve 6000, then she won't be therapized. Oh, yeah, with the exception <laughs> of her. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm here to open up my mind to these new styles and drag styles that these queens bring. Yeah. I'm excited. I want to, I want to see more. I want to see more. So, do you have? A fave. Do you do you f- from the queens who walked in? Mm-hmm. Who are you placing your bets on? Give me three, just three names. What three? Who I just think are going to make yeah. it to the top three? Yeah, that you hope to make the top three. Chaos gives me a really good vibe. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, gosh, it, it just feels like we've rattled through. You name somebody. I like Bombay. Bombay's got something about her, definitely. I like. Sh- Hmm. Miss Mosu. Something about Miss Mosu. Mm-hmm. I like Halal Bay. Halal's got something about her too. Just really, really interesting. There's so many, it's such a diverse cast. I just feel like they're all bringing something unique. Um, Vivian Vanderpuss. Yeah, camp. Funny, I think. That's what I'm predicting. And chaos. I mean, there. There, just first impressions. These are the queens I'm. I want to know more about. Yes. Um, it will change as it always does. But these mm-hmm. are the queens who made that best pitch. The alligator pitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you the same? Yeah. I think you've named some great ones there. All actually, right. let's move on. See what else they can give us. What else they will deliver on the first episode of season three, Canada's Drag Race. Okay. So, um, it's fashion. Who? Um, do you know her? <laughs> I don't, personally. <laughs> you even vaguely acquainted. Personally. Uh, <laughs> today, uh, the mix, the maxi challenge for episode one yeah. is basically they have to, in the mini challenge, they need to walk the runway in streetwear chic. So, yeah, it was a bit like, we've seen it a few times. It's become a bit of a staple at one point on US Drag Race to have a runway show like Fall and Winter or Lady and the Vamp, that kind of thing for the first episode. So they have a streetwear runway. Um, And then the girls are given a twist. I think this twist is really, really interesting, but not very fair to the girls in many ways. So they've got to transform their streetwear into catwalk couture. So I think the idea is we want to see elements of the original look, but we want to see it elevated, made couture. And also, you know, recognizing that some of them don't have that much fabric. They can use whatever fabric they can find in the workroom as well. But those elements need to be there. Now, I hope the girls were warned that the first outfit they were wearing was going to be ruined in some way. 
That's all I hope, because otherwise that's not very nice. Could you imagine? I mean, first of all, let's be very clear. It has been actually very clear, made very clear to us, that drag race is not expensive. It's not cheap. That's right. Drag race is not cheap. Drag can be done on a budget. Yeah. But even then, you've got to spend on makeup and all yeah. sorts of nails. Well, you don't have to wear nails. Um, but drag race, you're right, is a, a significant financial outlay. Girls have gone into debt. They've taken out loans for this. So this is just one of the many hundreds, maybe, you know, that they've spent on a garment. That I'm, I'm, one, I'm guessing that they're hoping to wear again. And some of these um, outfits that they wore for the streetwear chic runway in the mini challenge were just delicious pieces. Some of them were really, of really beautiful. Fashion and art, mm-hmm. only to be told that you have to cut it up and make something. I mean, what you can't say no. You can't be like, uh, no, thank you. Can I just use the fabric on the wall? Like you, it took you so long to finally get to the damn place. Uh, and now, and, uh, what are you going to do? They're, they're, they're going to have to do it. Bricklin, do you know what I paid for this? So I called her Bricklin then. Because of her face. <laughs> no, that was really wow, because they don't move. I will Tom, say, I will say um, Brooklyn is looking great this season. I'm not one to like go commenting loads on people's work and stuff, but the work has settled compared to last season. It's settled and she's looking good. She's found her face. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's found yeah, her yeah, face. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, talk about both looks at the same time. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about the mini challenge um, streetwear chic look. And then we're going to talk about the creation that they made from it on the maxi stage. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Because basically episode one is a fashion runway sewing challenge. It is. So is this, I mean... This is an interesting combination of like, what? let's see what you bring and let's see what you can make. And who's our fashion girl? Yes. Yeah. In both ways, really. Mm. Who's got like an eye and contact and money and can bring something nice, but then can you make something cool out of that? Could you imagine a Simone Simonier? Simone would have struggled with this challenge. She'd have brought a beautiful Marco Marco piece that then would have had to be ruined, frankly, because she couldn't sew. <laughs> She'd be like, what? Gorgeous I- model and clothes horse that she is. She was, was not successful in the sewing challenge. Let's start. Please. Let's start. So the first queen we're going to look at is... Jada Shader Hudson. Jada Shader Hudson. Lovely, uh, voluptuous queen. Talk to me. So her streetwear look is really, really fun and clashy in prints. To me, this is kind of like... Something I think you would like. Tom, I love this look. You love bright prints. You love clashing prints. You love kind of effervescent out there looks. I just love the subtlety it's cool. of this fashion. I like, you know, do you know, she's dressed beautifully for her shape. This queen knows um, how to flatter herself. There's the belt, the overcoat. There's the kind of mini dress with separate leggings. Overall, it's a really nice effect. I do enjoy it. But I love her second look so much more. Um, so she's gone from kind of hip hop streetwear to looking really, really elegant, if you ask me. Very like 80s glamour, very dynasty. I can see Joan Collins. I can see Diane Carroll uh, doing something like this. So she's transformed it into a bodycon mini dress, which looks really nicely made with a frill, a sort of sash, a shawl, um, a lovely wide brimmed fascinator. And she's even chucked a clutch in there as well. A lady do carry a bag. Um, She's well accessorized. She's well put together. Um, 
I think she's been really, really smart because she's kept the monochromatic print and the colour of her hair, but left behind the kind of bright rave print. What, what do you mean colour of her hair? It's it's red in the first one. It's it's incorporated into... The red is incorporated oh, into the design. Okay. I really love the streetwear chic look. Yeah. I love it so much. I would have had a hissy fit if they said I needed to rip this up and make something else. To be fair. I just love it. She's she's been smart. She's only ruined the jacket. She's not, she's not incorporated the bit underneath. Oh, oh, good on her. Cause she, she knows Mm. I'm on a budget. She had a lot of fabric to work with there. So that's cool. But I just love how she's used it for accents and highlights. And I can tell that it's come from the same garment. It's a great look. I think that's really, really good. Next up, we've got Lady Boom Boom. So Lady Boom Boom's um, streetwear look was, I think, really, really cool. Again, the devil is in the details. Sure, it was a simple sort of pink um, juicy couture tracksuit in a sort of Paris Hilton-esque look. But she styled it so well with the shades and the visible thong. And it sat right on her hips, which is where where, um, jogging pants and jeans were worn in in the early 2000s. Um, I think... Yes, it's simple, but it was very, very effective and she looked really, really good. Now, for her second look, I think this is really, really fantastic. It's very avant-garde. There's like a dominatrixy element. It's a bit Gareth Pugh. It's a bit Richard Quinn with the kind of headpiece. Um, and it's the kind of angular shoulders that are giving me Richard Quinn. And she's very, very smartly transformed it into such a different vibe from like, spoilt socialite into kind of avant-garde dominatrix and the pink elements have been very cleverly incorporated again into a bag um like an apron again which just gives it like a french media like fetishy kind of element the choker the hair really really cool fantastic job what so it's not an apron in the first look no no the first look was the paris hilton um it was a Paris Hilton Juicy Couture tracksuit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. pink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's incorporated those elements beautifully. Sure, she's used a lot of like um, black fabric and only a bit of pink, but I think she's very cleverly used it for accents. It's very transformative and it looks really, really... That's not easy to make. She's made it a structured avant-garde dress. This is stunning. This is stunning. It is... It's the same girl. The first girl was going shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the second girl is at a social eye going to an event. She's going to the kind of event that starts after midnight. You know? She's in the VIP <laughs> list. <laughs> the, the VIP list. Very, very. This is a stunning look. Yeah. Both both looks were good. Lady Boom Boom is, is, is showing that she, um, she knows clothes. Definitely. She knows fashion. Now, I think Bombay has done really, really well here as well. I really like Bombay's um, uh, streetwear look, and I think she quite rightly really won that mini challenge. Um, She had the only reveal. Um, The outerwear was a kind of puffer jacket look, which I think was inspired by um, uh, Pier Paolo Piccoli, who is the creative director for Valentino. He did a collaboration with Montclair in 2019. There was a bunch of puffer jacket gowns, essentially. And I do think that's where the reference came from. And then she unveils it to this really, really cool, like kick-ass sort of um, streetwear armor, doesn't she? She could be in Mortal Kombat with that. 
Couldn't she? She could be a combatant. It's gorgeous when she took off the puffer jacket and it kind of slid off, but it created that hourglass kind of like dress gown Mm -hmm. that you saw before she stepped out. And then it was that, you know, that that lovely skinty piece. Very Namelia. Very that. It's it's gorgeous. I'm loving. I am loving, rightfully loving Bombay. Yep. And then the outfit that she created, this kind of ballerina um type mm-hmm. look that, that's as fashion as i can get with my explanation to no, help I mean, me out, help me out. That, that's yeah. exactly what the silhouette is it's a ballet tutu and she's um completed that illusion with the the um the the ties going up her legs as well hasn't she um, she had a lot of fabric to work with so she was fortunate but i can tell it came from the same garment um in fact, she doesn't look like she's used a lot, much fabric from anywhere else, actually. She just used the interior and the edge of the puffer jacket. So I think she deserves points for that. Created a, like a third completely different look. And it was mentioned in the workroom that she's the seamstress of the House of Bay. I mean, you can tell. This is a, a lovely, con- a gorgeously constructed um, dress. Oh, Lady Boom Boom has a fashion degree as well, so... Okay, well, we're talking about... Bombay. No, I just thought I, I should have mentioned that, but I didn't. Okay. But, you know, we, we've got some great seamstresses on this season. Is it a fashion season, you reckon? Oh, it could be like season three of US. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really love the look. Bombay is... Yeah, great. She's killing it. Such a high standard so far. Now, the uniquely named Miss Fair Salicious. And now, this is where things change. So, um, <laughs> we were talking about there being such a high standard. Now, her first look, her streetwear look, was... A cool kind of the the she was wearing like a, a white dress that was like a little bit Kylie Minogue in can't get it on my head a little bit nineties Mugler um with like a, a red puffer jacket of course branded with um, not Slayalicious Fiercealicious on there um, now it was very clear in the workroom that she was struggling and the finished product reflects that this is sub georgius levels of wrapping a piece of fabric around your beautiful body frankly um it's frayed at the bottom there are no hems uh, and it's barely reminiscent of the original look um she she got a piece of blue fabric from the wall um and she got a couple of rosettes from the puffer jacket and put those on she looks like a model she's beautiful the hair and makeup is fantastic and if i squint it kind of looks okay, but this is a fashion construction challenge and the finished product was not amazing, unfortunately. I don't see a um, connection with the streetwear and what she's created. It's literally those little red res- rosettes came from the puffer jacket, I think. It's it's not enough for it's, No, me. I don't think it's enough either. She's, she's very beautiful. I mean, you know what? If... If I was that pretty, I wouldn't try either. That's it. That's it. She doesn't <laughs> yeah. have. To, she was actually asking everybody for help in the workroom, but I guess everybody was up against it. A few girls were trying their best to help her, like um, Halal Bay did, like pop along and see what she could and do. Shady so. Jada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really hard to help someone that's being shady to you. <laughs> she was being kind of playfully shady, but it wasn't necessarily coming off well all the time, was oh. it? And um, oh, youth. Oh to oh, be you. oh to be young. Yeah. Ugh. Oh to get away with wearing something with a tattered hemline. Everywhere you look, there's not a hem, unfortunately. Yeah, this is like I I don't know fashion and um 
Well, apparently needed this face delicious. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. But face delicious is, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. But she was not looking beautiful tonight. <laughs> even, even that wig is a bit flat. The wig's fine. It's wet look. I, I can see what she's going for. She's pretty enough to get away with that. Those legs are killer, by the way. Yeah. Those legs are gorge. She's a model. She's she's Naomi Smalls on the runway. It's yeah, I yeah. Sorry, darling, not tonight. But I don't want to see her go. This is obviously a bottom outfit. Like she, it's, it's, yeah. this is. I haven't seen everyone else's, but I, I I know that this is gonna this is a bottom outfit. But I don't want to see her go because she's got so much sass and so much flavor and so much confidence. I I it's kind of like Derek Berry. I, I want yes. I want more. I want to see more of what she does <laughs> and what she can conjure up in the work room. I need I need her drama. I don't want to see somebody capped just for drama, but if that happens, so be it. Oh yeah. Sorry, have you not seen Drag Race? <laughs> Unfamiliar with the concept. Are you, are you, yeah, don't you don't know her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about Vivian Vanderpuss. So Vivian Vanderpuss, um, her um, streetwear look um, was. Now I don't know if this is based on a specific character, but to me, um, she gave me a bit Peggy Bundy. A little oh, bit, just with yes. the hair and stuff. Like if Peggy Bundy was in, you know that film Best in Show? That's a Canadian film, actually. Well, there you go. Maybe she was. Yeah, yeah. But like if she was a dog walker or if she was at a, a dog show, that. Um, in this kind of green kind of dungaree set with the pink sleeves and stuff. Um, Now, in her runway look... I don't see loads and loads of elements from the original, but I mean, she's carrying the same accessories. She's got the leads and stuff. To me, the dress has been made out of a completely different, like, lurex type of fabric. There's a green lining, but it's a different green, isn't it, to the original look? More of a neon green. Neon as opposed to, like, olive. Yeah. The original was more olive or grass or moss or something. Mm. Um, do I like the second look? Yeah, it's, it looks like a nicely made dress, to be honest. It's like a haltery fit and flare. The overall effect to me is kind of a bit late 80s, early 90s. But that's the embrace of materials. <laughs> she didn't embrace the materials to me. She, 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 she kind didn't of embrace took, the materials. She didn't embrace the materials. She used, <laughs> I can't go into she the, used, <laughs> she used the same accessories. Um, she used the same accessories. But that's where the similarity ends. So I don't think Vivian did a fantastic job of incorporating the original look, but she does look nice on the runway and it looks like a well-made garment. I agree. I yeah. agree. I'm with you on there. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about Kimmy Couture. So Kimmy Couture, um, her original look was very sexy, very um, bondage inspired, very Lady Gaga in the Born This Way era. You know how Lady Gaga just basically wandered around wearing bondage wear for about a year you know she'd pop into the shops for a pint of milk and she'd wear something like this and she really sold the garment on the runway as well um similarly with her second look i can see how she's incorporated the materials um it's a similar sort of latexy pleathery material but it looks like she's almost like cut it all up to make like a feathery effect and glued it onto a corset so um Again, very sexy, but she's got a different silhouette. I like the kind of warrior princess headpiece. That's like the most interesting part to me. Um, and I like the feathery bust line. I like the street look. 
I like the street look quite I, a lot. I as well. really like yeah. the street look. It is it's the thing is it's really street, but it's fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? You do do you feel me? No, the next <laughs> look is as for me is very superhero. Yeah, there's a warrior, character. Xena, warrior, Zena, kind yeah. of um, mm-hmm. armor with the, with the headpiece there. Sindel from Mortal Kombat hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, I mean, her legs are showing. Would you say that she might get the, um, you know who I'm talking about, the treatment season eight? Plastic Tiara. No, <laughs> season eight. Season eight. Um, when she had, she made the amazing jacket, but then they had nothing on the bottom, oh. so they put in the bo- they put in the bottom. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Um, Layla McQueen. Layla McQueen. So Layla McQueen on season eight made this amazing, um, detailed jacket, but then she she had the same. She had like a leotard type thingy in the bottom, which mm-hmm. I felt like was good because there was so much detail in the jacket. Now I want to say that's quite similar here in the sense that all the detail is from the hip upwards and then it's empty. Up, um, I do know what you mean. On her legs. That could, we could do with like a little point of interest on her legs. Whether she was just wearing knee-high boots or thigh highs even. Or she or- could have pulled a Tyra and just hot glued some patterns oh, to her commitment. leg. That is commitment. commitment. Yeah. If you're not hot gluing things to your bare skin, you're not doing drag. Because <laughs> we know, obviously. Um, the other thing she could have done is the the gauntlets on her wrists are quite cool. If she'd added a similar element um, to the legs somehow. Shin guards, I think. Shin guards would have made it work. Would have completed the warrior princess mm. uh, look. Overall, though, um, I think she's made a nice looking corset. Um, and I can see the original elements in there. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, Giselle Lullaby? Giselle. Um, so G- Giselle's original streetwear look was, um, was it strictly streetwear? It was more raver to me. She was like a neon green, um, shiny fabric raver two, well, three piece. It was like a jacket, a crop top and low rise pants. Very 90s raver. Um, with some like candy floss hair. Um, has she successfully incorporated the elements into the second look? I'd say yes, because that's the same shiny lime green. Um, oh, and she had her name on her chest in both looks as well. That's quite clever. But she's gone for a completely different era and a different silhouette. So she's got a very 60s type of shift dress um, with a headscarf. So she's given me kind of like cute 60s lady uh, very modish, um, sort of twiggy adjacent kind of look. Yeah, I I like the thing is for me I prefer her maxi look than the um, the streetwear. Look. I do. I like it a lot more. I prefer what she created than um, not to say what she brought wasn't lovely. I, I can see what she's going for um, with those colors and the neons and the mm. hair, but I just love what she's done with it. I, I really do. I can see the the pink jacket um, and the hoodie ish different yeah. color. I can see the green through the stripes. Yeah. Um, and I love the and, and the green in the hair. It's. I think this is this is a really good look. I think this is really good as well. I, I think she's created something quite cool and quite lovely. Yeah, I like it a lot. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, what about Irma Gerd? Irma Gerd. So Irma Gerd's, um, I'm not going to get over that name, am I? Her, her streetwear look, to me, is very Michael Kors, um, like Autumn Winter 18, I think it was. Um, similar reference point to Ella Day's 
um, camp couture constructed look uh, in UK season three. So combination of like plaid and like yellow rain mac type of material or tartan and yellow rain mac material. Um, I think the original look, I think it's, I think she looks like she's going to a festival in a, in a wet and windy place. Um, she's probably going to um, some festival in Wales somewhere or Canada. I'm sure they get plenty of rain. Um, so, you know, it's, it's practical, it's functional, probably not the most chic look that we saw on that runway, but she looks nice. Um, I actually really like her constructed look. I think she's gone for something completely different, far more avant-garde. What interests me, yeah, is where'd she get all the tartan fabric from that matches the original? Because there's like, there's not enough fabric in those trousers to make that dress, is there? Or is there? Am I just ignorant of how much fabric there is in a pair of trousers? Well, when you cut it up, maybe there's more. But she's, you know, she's got enough to wrap around her top I'd, and create. A, maybe a she was skirt. blessed. Maybe she was blessed with that fabric design on the wall there already. She, I, I can only think there was another fabric that matched it really, really closely. In which case, good for her. But I really like the finished product. It's, it's kind of reminiscent of um, Alexander McQueen, Widows of Culloden. I prefer the the maxi look than yeah. the actual look that she brought. Which basically is mission accomplished, isn't it? And I can see the elements in there. The the use of the tartan yeah. is really, really cool. Yeah. Talk to me about Chaos. I really like what Chaos has done. I really liked her streetwear look. Um, to me, it was very Pete Burns and Vivian Westwood. Or that clashing tartan is a very, very Vivian Westwood type of um look and pete burns loved his vivian westwood i almost thought i know she was voguing on the runway but she did like a little twirl at one point that made me thought she was referencing you spin me around but that's just because i see pete burns everywhere he's my spirit guide mm. um and i really really like her runway look um it's like this starburst of tartan um such a clever use of the original fabric i think this is so creative and so good i i mean her first streetwear look i i I personally would love to 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 go to the streets that she roams. It's just a full of patterns and clashing <laughs> patterns and more patterns colliding. It's like an explosion of fabrics, and then someone just sewed it together, which is the streetwear look. <laughs> it's quite punky. You could have seen people on the streets like that in like the late seventies, early eighties. I'm I'm here for it. I mm. like it, but I love what she's created with it. She's made a tartan plaid version of yeah. um the naomi smalls yeah outfit. i get that yeah well, do you know that- what i was thinking of though but i do agree with you there yeah i do get that reference point i was thinking of um there's a 90s mcglair look i want to say like 95 92 um something like that um and it's a like a spiky black tutu with a body stocking and it was actually referenced in sailor moon once because um Sailor Moon was very inspired by uh 90s fashion uh so I do wonder if that was her inspiration behind the silhouette obviously that one was all in black but the silhouette's really similar I think Ka- uh, Chaos is fantastic I think this is really up there I think she's done a fantastic job Miss Moco now Miss Moco I actually loved her streetwear look her streetwear look was very um Gem from Gem the Holograms does power dressing. Um, she had the the pink the the hot pink jacket, the lime green trousers, 
the the neon blue top and it was just like beautiful color clashing and color blocking i think it was really really cool very chic i love the cut of the trousers the cut of the blazer um she just looked like a, a cool like music executive from the 80s just really really cool unfortunately i don't think it's translated very well into the second look um i'm really trying to get what she's going for um i'm seeing a dress that looks kind of like a tube dress but the fit is just so strange yeah i i agree with you she is a an 80s music executive mm-hmm. uh who is fashion fashion in the streetwear look but there's no translation of fashion in the created design at all she's like it is, i mean it's outfitting it is it's like it's like a, a bed sheet wrapped around yeah. your body she's aged uh, herself about 20 years as well it's 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 an it's a no for me. It's a no for me. I, okay, I don't know fashion, but it's a no for me. I, I feel bad for her because there's something so likable about her, but like I, I can only think that her vision was very, very different to the finished product. Mm. Yeah. Uh Shelazon LaRue. So Shelazon, uh um social justice queen. Her streetwear look was I guess all I can say it was very streetwear. Um I think it's something you could realistically see a young woman wearing on the streets, a quite a cool young woman who's probably got quite an active social media account. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, like her. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was like the corsetry. There was like the cold shoulder effect. There was the, the denim cutoffs and the boots. It was just, it was literally streetwear. I'd say it was a little. Like off the rack. Yeah. And like off, off the rack, H&M Zara, it was it was it was literal streetwear. I think you're right. It was a bit too literal for the theme because I don't think she conveyed much of her mm. in that. Other than she's a sexy girl. That's, yeah, that's all she I. She didn't get convey her. Um, also, we don't know who she is, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, with the information that we do know, it wasn't her, and we don't know anything. So yes. uh, don't listen to us for such an intriguing character. And such a kind of like intelligent and well-spoken queen. I thought, that, yeah. I thought there'd be something a bit more high concept. I thought she would have came up with a sign. I, th- I thought she'd like, use it to make know, a political statement. Yeah, like a statement. I thought she, you know, what, you know, like marching the streets. I don't know. I don't know what she does, but if she's <laughs> if she's political. If she's like, I, what do you do? Yeah, but I wanted to. I want. I wanted to see that in her maid look. She is conveying more of a statement because she's spray painted "fuck around, find out" on the front and the back. What does that mean? Now, I think I think it means kind of like it's kind of a thing where people say they're a bit sick of peaceful protest um, and the time has come for action kind of thing. So like if you persist with your oppressive policies, you know, you'll find out what the reaction from us will be. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I think I think that's what it is. I could have completely misspoken that. Um but I'm going to read more about it later. Um, so, Shalazan, just message us and tell us what it means. Yeah, please, please, please. Yeah. Uh, We're here to I learn from you, Shalazan. I think her... I love the whole contrast because I think she looks quite demure in the final look. I think she looks quite, like... I like... She looks really... It's it's like a red carpet sexy, look, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's quite sexy. <laughs> but then the message is so um, strong that uh, it's, it's it makes it even more powerful... Uh, but she looks 
really good. She, she, this is a sexy perk. Sexy perk. She does look great. She's really, really pretty. I love the updo. Do you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of um, Roz from Frasier. Um, there's just something about her look. Um, it's the eyes. Yeah. It's the eyes. Now, I will say, I don't know. No, she's clearly like made kind of like a, a high thigh slit kind of. It looks like an almost light curry sort of material. Where did that material come from in the original look? And what has she incorporated from the original look? Uh, Please tell me. Please tell me. The newspapers won't say. I I, I can't. I, I fail to see what she's incorporated. But the overall look is pretty. I can't put my finger on her. What I'm going to say is... Um, I think she's just gone with the idea that she had that black kind of top on. So she just thought, I can, I just need to work with black because mm-hmm. that will be the same kind of thing. I'm going to say she looks really, really pretty. I love her shape. I love her hair and makeup. And I appreciate that I, I see more of her in the second look. There's the political statement there. I just don't know about the translation from the original look. That's my criticism. Yeah. Okay, she didn't embrace the materials. Didn't embrace the materials. Um, what about Halal Bay? So Halal's first look, I'm getting like a really maximalist feel from Halal. I think Halal, uh, like so many queens, so many wonderful queens, um, does the opposite of Coco Chanel's advice and adds more instead of taking one thing off. Um, she's got these broad shoulders, the spikes. The inspiration comes from raccoons, which I think is really, really cool. I think that's a great source of inspiration. Again, I feel like I learn more about halal from that. Yeah. You know, it's very kind of like, oh, that's that's really funny and interesting. Tell me more, you know. And it, it makes, it, they, you kind of build a story like, oh, is she like a raccoon superhero or supervillain or chaotic neutral? So there's an interesting storyline there that I enjoy. Do I like the overall fit and shape of the garment? Probably not my absolute fave. It swallows her a little bit. Um, But I really enjoy the storyline. And I love that mullet on her in the first look. I do love a good shaggy mullet. What do you think about the creative look? Definitely incorporated the original materials. Um, I can see that it's come from the same garment and she's done something different with it, which I appreciate. Again... There's a lot going on, and it's swallowing her a little bit. But I like the Regina George booby cutouts. I yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I um it's I it's I mean I, I thought it was a bit hodgepodge. Mm. I thought it was a bit hodgepodge. Fashion hodgepodge. It's one of those looks that I think the more you look at it, the more you pick out little things that you think hmm. But I really love the idea, and I like her. I think that's what it is. Okay. I, yeah. I like her. I want to see more of her. Mm-hmm. Just not not because of the drama, because she excites me. And yeah, she's I, interesting. I feel like I'm learning something new. Yeah. She, she's got a different got point, a point of, of view. view. Yeah. And it's, these are the kinds of queens who come and excite me. I want to know more. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I hope that she does go the distance. Who had your favourite looks? Okay, so shall I name maybe the top three or four for me? Um, Bombay. Yeah. Chaos. Uh, Lady Boom Boom, very easily. She might be my absolute fave, actually. Uh, do, do, do. I'm just scrolling through my notes. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> what was that? Just me singing. Work. <laughs> Your voice is beautiful. Thank you. Um, oh, Jada. Yeah. So I think my top four, if you like, I'm going to give myself top four. Lady Boom Boom, Chaos, Bombay, and Jada Shader. Who are your bottoms? Off the top of my head, I can think of a bottom two. Um, and much as I love them, for different reasons, uh, Miss um, Miss Moko, I'm sorry, that second look was just not it. I'm sorry, my love. Even though the first one was so chic. And I gotta say, Fierce Alicious was barely wearing a garment. I'm sorry, darling. You're so entertaining, but that wasn't yeah. a dress. Yeah, it was a ragged handkerchief. <laughs> is there I, any? My favorite look on the runway is Lady Boom Boom. It's, it's I mean, so good. It's just good. I also I also like. Um, please say, Shader Jada. Shader Jada looks so good. Yeah, I think she did a fantastic job. And uh, Bombay, Bombay. Is is there? Who are your bottoms? Do you just agree with my oh, two? Oh, Fiercealicious, Fiercealicious, and um, Miss. What's your name? Miss Moko. Miss Moko. Is there anybody else who thinks vying? Who's going to be like low but not bottom two? Uh, anybody they want to give a little scare to? Either. Maybe Halal. Halal for being a bit busy, but having a fun idea. Um, also, the Kimika Tour. Maybe. I can, Maybe. I can see it. The overall effect is pretty and well put together, but you're right. There could be more. My only other one could be potentially, even though Shelazon looks really pretty. And again, I, I like that I'm getting her from the second look. It's got no relation to the first look. Okay, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Now, the, the, the bad, yeah, the, the tough thing is that the cards fall where they fall and fashion and sewing may not be your thing. So I hope that the queens who aren't fashion queens make it through and, and, and are able to push mm. through. This doesn't define them as drag queens. Yeah, I'm being, I'm, I'm that You're girl. so inspirational. I'm that girl. I mean, Shelazon has just rubbed off on me already. Yeah, she really has. Um, You're going to have a... I mean, fuck around. <laughs> um, see, what, see what happens. See what happens. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. <laughs> How on earth did Miss Fierce... Shil- I'm getting flashbacks I'm, of the judging season one. Well, How did Fierce Shalicious avoid the there. bottom two? It's, all I can say is she was very charming during the judging... But this is a construction challenge and she objectively had the worst garment that lacked a concept. Um, there was just nothing done. Miss Mosu, bless her, that's an ugly dress. So I can see why she's in the bottom. Halal Bay, it's like, mm, at least there's an idea, at least there's a concept, at least there's a point something of view. Something was done, something was constructed. <laughs> something was it's constructed. It's the difference between Tamisha, like Tamisha Aman yeah. had, had made, at least she had created and worked and designed something, yes. whereas Candy Muse Stuck just hot bags, around her bags waist. across her waist. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't know, I don't I don't agree with this. With I don't either. Um, avoiding the bottom two. The bottom two should have been Miss... Kosusu, Miss Mosu, we're Miss pronouncing Mosu. it. Yeah, yeah, Miss yeah. Mosu and Fierce Alicious, and I don't think we should have had uh, Halal there. I think Halal just should have just had like a little kick up the bum to the effect of like you've got great ideas, they just weren't great, fantastically executed this episode. 
Now let's talk about the lip sync. The lip sync was but sorry, a winner, sorry, the by winner. the way. The winner Lady was Lady Boom Boom. Boom. Congratulations. Lady Boom Boom. Well deserved. Uh, friend, well deserved. Of, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Hey girl. <laughs> hey. Congratulations, babes. Yeah. Um, we're rooting for you. We're rooting we for you. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, absolutely well deserved. Both of the yeah, looks. Yeah, such great. a good look. Both so good. Great. The bottom two is Miss Mosu and uh, Halal. Now we're looking at the lip sync. The lip sync is a song from Justin Bieber and Nicki Minaj, Beauty and the Queen. Beauty and the Bee. Beauty and the Bee. Got to keep an eye out for Selena. Uh, hmm. So the lip sync. I saw two girls who were shocked to be in the bottom and desperate to prove something. That's what I saw. I saw that they were working really, really hard. Wasn't the most polished lip sync I think I've ever seen, but both really were putting their heart into it. Yeah, so the way that I... What I saw was Miss Mosu trying to, to perform mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. She was trying to perform, give a performance of the song as opposed to um, Halal, who was that person at a concert who sings along okay. and jams okay. to the song, okay. but isn't necessarily performer. He's his performance is a reaction to the to the performance. Okay, okay, I get you. I so get you. he will, yeah. So at, at least I saw Miss Mosu trying to perform and you know be the artist and, and find that meaning, yeah, and, and then try try to perform there. And I did feel that my eyes kind of went more to her, even though more energy was being given. I got more energy from um, Halal, but I got more performance factor from Miss Mosu. I get what you the mean. end where she just, she, she kind of was, this is my final chance. And she kind of went all out. And I was like, oh, I wish I had a bit more of that earlier. Hmm. Uh, but there's nearly a collision for hmm. Droll versus Sliding Kick. Yeah, I just, I feel sad because in my, yeah, for me, the winner was Miss Mosu, but I'm not ready to say bye to Halal. I feel like I'm not ready to say we're, bye we're to either of these out. queens, actually. We're missing out. Yeah. I'm not ready to say bye to either of them, but do you know what? I can completely get on board with what you're saying. And I think, I think you're right. I think Miss Mosu, um, put, yeah, it, it captured the essence of the song a bit better, but I did admire Halal's enthusiasm and energy. I mean, could they not have got, like, a drag LGBT... Like, when will you hear the song in a gay club? Yeah. Why can't they just... Come on! I know what you mean. Come on! I guess give because... Them, give them real music that they can, like, feel. Nikki's guesting on it, I guess. Yeah. I know, it's hard to please every single person, style, and what, what's in their repertoire, but at least find iconic gay music, mm-hmm. queer music... Yeah. That at least, like, okay, cool. I'm That might not be in my repertoire... But it's a gay song, and I know how to I know how to go with it. I'm very surprised that they've never done a Peaches song yet. Let's see who they choose. Congrats, Miss Mosu, for staying and farewell to Halal. I'm sad to see you go. Me too. There's something really interesting about Halal Bay. I would not be mad about it if they had a returning Queens episode mm-hmm. and we could see more of her. But then the more we fall in love with more of the Queens, the more we'll be like, ooh, it's going to be hard to send Harry bring back. <laughs> I think it's an indication of the strength of the cast when we're, we're sad at the first out. 
no, to be honest. Next week, they've got some kind of Despy Awards. It's the Despy Awards, basically. Um, so, it's a performance type thing. So, it's good to mix it up. We, um, we've um we run a little over, but it's, it always happens on the first the opening, episode. There's so much to get through, I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, but make sure to join us again. we got season two, uh, sorry, episode two coming out soon. Whenever it does, if there's no heat wave, it'll come out sooner than it did this week. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. It is. We're done. You're we're done. done. We're done. You're done. We're you're out. Done. Okay. You're done. And I'll tell you why you're done. <laughs> no alarm went off, did it? No. Oh, um, God. Anyway, thank you. Make sure to join us. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want your artist to review, we love hearing it. We really um, do. Yeah. Yes. If you if you fancy writing us a review, five star reviews help us a lot. That's the thank only ones that come through to us. Just in terms of like reach and like algorithms and stuff. So yeah. if you like what you hear, we love a review. Thank you very much, guys. So, uh, this is oh, and it'll get you a shout out always get you a shout out this is Paolo and Dr. Tom see you guys next time lots of love guys see you soon